doing unboxing. Um, remember a little bit ago when I asked you for like vibrator recommendations? Yeah. Oh, it, hold on. Is this a cold open? Can I keep this? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, sure. sure. Cold open. <laughs> okay. So one of my friends, also a mom that I been for, <laughs> I also okay. like asked her for recommendations. <laughs> And okay. so, and then she texted me the other day and she was like, oh, have you gotten one? And I was like, no, I've been putting it off. And then she goes, send me your address. <laughs> okay. And so today my mom's like, oh, you got, you got a, you got a free from Amazon, but it says Sammy and then her name. I'm not going to say it on here right. um, for privacy purposes. And she was yeah. like, why does it say that? And I was like, oh, I think she's something. And she was like, and then I took it upstairs and she didn't say anything. And then I come down and she's like, oh. Did she send you and i'm like oh um <laughs> book i haven't opened it yet though and so i'm opening it right now oh my god oh i love the packaging what's the brand um little plug luna wellness oh okay i think i've heard of this brand i i literally want to send you a picture of this packaging i uh, Please do. So I nice. love pa- I'm such a slut for packaging. It's waterproof and it has eight different speeds Ooh. and 20 different modes. It's wow. silent, <laughs> portable, and USB rechargeable. Okay. You'll have to report back. I will <laughs> next time. <laughs> this is so not the episode to be talking about that. No, it's really but- not, but it's okay. Okay, I, just had to I open think it. we needed a little some kind of okay. Welcome to the podcast. Funny. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Now I'm gonna throw in our music. Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon, and I am Sammy Scorstead. Together, we have combed through Book Talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The moment for today's episode is A Little Life by Hanya. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We'll be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Hanya lives in New York City. That is it. <laughs> That's it. That is the only information and bio we could find. And she doesn't believe in um But we do. So after I read yes. the blurb, we will be divulging into trigger warnings before we officially start our discussion. Yes. Okay. Um okay, so quote, when four classmates from a small Massachusetts college moved to New York, to make their way, they're broke adrift and buoyed only by their friendship and ambition. There's kind, handsome Willem, an aspiring actor, JB, a quick-witted born painter seeking entry into the art world, Malcolm, a frustrated architect at a prominent firm, and withdrawn, brilliant, enigmatic Jude, who serves as their center of gravity. Over the decades, their relationships deepen and darken, tinged by addiction success and pride yet their greatest challenge each comes to realize sorry i don't know why i suddenly cannot read um is jude himself by midlife a terrifyingly talented litigator yet an increasingly broken at okay okay i'm really itchy Um, okay (laughs) an increasingly broken man His mind and body scarred by an unspeakable childhood and haunted by what he fears is a degree of trauma that he'll not only be unable to overcome, but that will define his life forever. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Is your Wi-Fi on or off? It is off. Am I going... A little bit. Maybe it's me. It might be. We had an issue with your audio last time around. Should I try to not do Wi-Fi? Um, up to you is that sketchy i don't know you sound fine to me okay all right let's just do it if i start sounding even worse let me know I'll let, we'll, okay well okay yeah i'll end it and start a new one um sorry i did not delete the things from my previous script but trigger warnings include mm-hmm. <clears throat> but are probably not limited to um yeah 
ableism, child abandonment, child abuse, child death, child molestation, child rape, drug abuse, domestic violence and abuse, eating disorder, abuse, gaslighting, grooming, lesbophobia, uh, unchallenged. What does that mean? It means like the some of the characters are being lesbophobic. Oh. And then the other ones are not defending. Okay. Um, manipulation, physical abuse, prostitution, racism, rape, self-harm, um, sexual abuse, sexual assault, suicide ideation, suicide, and transphobia, and, like, misgendering. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's more. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. what it could I be, but... I this up, and on, there's, like, a book trigger warning website, and I stole the list from there. Okay. Okay. This covers the big ones for sure, but... Um... Yeah. There are definitely little ones that fall into all of those, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, also, uh, I don't know if that's in there, but, like... Yeah. 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 Okay. There's just There's just a lot. Yeah. So, we've been putting this book off for quite some... <laughs> a long time. Yeah. We both, I think, we're trying to get it at, like, the peak of the start of Book Talk. Yeah. Um, when this was sold out everywhere. You couldn't and get a people- hold of it. And this is, like, I think probably when the whole film yourself, like, film a time lapse of yourself reading a book Mm -hmm. and then post. And there are YouTube videos that have millions of views of the Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I like, there were some moments, probably earlier in the book, I was oh, if there was a camera on me now. Well, I'm like yeah. full on sobbing, and my sister's in my room. Like, are you okay? Yeah. What's happening? Uh, I was like primarily. I think I read this book in like a couple of days, like three days. Yeah. Um, using the audiobook, and some of it was primarily while I was working, luckily from home. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I occasionally will get up to do the dishes or whatever, and there was just me standing over the kitchen sink, like. <laughs> fully like convulsing like crying so hard like (laughs) my eyes are all puffy i had to go do one of those under eye masks amazing (laughs) um i also tried to read the second half of this book on my roof on a particularly sunny day and then a stranger also came up to read on the roof Mm -hmm. and i was like "Mm, no i don't want to be the one of us that cries uncontrollably so i'm gonna go yeah yeah um but but I agree with you with the whole, like, if there was a camera on me, I definitely had moments where I was like, oh, this cannot be happening. Yeah. I, what's interesting, so you wanted me to put, you were like, film yourself from page 700 to like 715. Yeah. And so I did. But at that point, I think I was starting to get angry at the book. Okay. So I didn't. That's so, fair. Spoiler, spoiler, whatever. I mean, we're going into this now. But that's when she fucking kills Willem. Accident. Yeah. And at that point, like, I sent you the footage of it today. Like, today. And <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I was able to pinpoint the moment where I read it. And I realized that. And it was just shock. It was pure shock on my face of just, like, are you. F- <laughs> Even though I predicted it. Because, like, I mean. I, yeah, you're so good at predicting things. I know. I actually spoil this book for myself at all which is a miracle because obviously i've talked about this before i spoil everything else like i will purposely look up spoilers but for this one i don't know why because usually it's about like anxiety and control i think Mm -hmm. it's not maybe reevaluate why i spoil things for myself because this one i was most to read yeah i think and i still was like nope i'm not gonna do i want to make myself cry like i want to feel something i think yeah Right. And then now I kind of, I regret it. Like, I could have, I think the feeling I have, I would ease switch for a time of curiosity of like, oh, I wonder what's in that book. Like, Uh that's about it. Maybe one day I should read it. I would have that over now knowing everything that's in that book. If okay. I think that no, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh I think this is that's particularly funny because I spoiled the book for myself on accident. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, I was never do that. I never do that. I never even look up a title until I'm done with the book. I don't even look on Pinterest. I don't even like look on Goodreads. Like I just tap like currently reading and then I swipe away very quickly. Um, but because I was listening while I was working and I started listening while working, which I don't usually do, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, there's so many characters and I'm so confused. Like who is who? So I was trying to look up a character guide and literally if you type in character guide, a little life, the first, like it, there's like a, just a, some text that shows up. It's not like a link right away, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Willem, Willem is Jew's partner. I was like, okay, big spoiler. That's going to happen. Yeah. Actually, who dies tragically in a car accident. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So I thought it was going to happen like early. Yeah. Because I no. feel like that's a if you're gonna define a character by dying in a car accident, that probably that happens pretty soon. The, the it literally happens in like of, literally, yeah. yeah. It's like the last 150 pages of the book that that happens. So I was like the whole time waiting for Willem to die, which I think is why, um, like his death. It didn't shock me, right? But it, I felt it. It I was think, so because, built up. Yeah, yeah because waiting. it was so built up, and I was like, oh my god! And of course, it's like when Jude is like. K- almost happy you know yeah <laughs> literally like, no way they're gonna the put this shit now <laughs> happy years the happiest yeah. years or Which whatever weren't very happy <laughs> no like no <laughs> but yeah so I, I spoiled it for myself um and i was bummed because mm-hmm. I, I don't know maybe it made me like view the book in a different way knowing that like it truly is just gonna keep getting worse isn't it <laughs> yeah know? Yeah, because, like, at one point, how – it was probably one of the times I, like, had a full – the Caleb stuff that, like, mm-hmm. um, I text like, what the fuck? Like, how can things keep getting worse? And you're like, oh, it yep. does. It just gets worse. And I started to be like, okay, how could it possibly get worse? And then I was like, the torture Jew, his life worse is to – because he wants to die. So, yeah. like, he would be happy to die at this point. The mm-hmm. only thing that could get worse for him is the only person he actually truly loves to die. Right. Correct. So, I, like, I was like, something's got to happen to Willem. And I texted that to you, and you're like, nope, it only ever happens to Jude. Everything yep, happens I try, to I try Jude. To, I always try to throw you off a little bit, but it never works. Yeah. So, I knew <laughs> it was coming. I knew it was going to happen, and kind of throwing me off it was like i still was shocked when it happened but then it was like like of course that's what she did because she's truly sick in the fucking head right not sorry <laughs> i told my mom my mom's a psychologist my mom's <laughs> a practice she's a therapist i was telling my mom about this book because i'm coming down to like get food and like wine <laughs> or whatever while i'm sobbing and i've got like puffy eyes and she's like why are you doing this to yourself <laughs> for the podcast <laughs> I told her I told her about it and she was like what's wrong with this author and she goes this author was truly like must have been so horribly traumatized this is her way of processing it and she goes like nobody else would be so sick to have like put on paper the thing like those types of things mm-hmm. like yeah. and this this is where people get the trauma porn like mm-hmm. this book, and they, people either love this book or they're like why the fuck is this book being read, being promoted, whatever? This is mm-hmm. just pain for no reason. Yeah. Because there are books that are, like, painful for a reason. But, like, I right. get what where people are going of, like, this just horribly unnecessary. There's really, really questionable representation on a lot of levels in this book. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. Like, the black characters, the gay characters, like, disabled people. Like, there is literally, you can find an issue with every level of representation in this book. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and, yeah, I will be happy to add this to my local bookstore. <laughs> I'm like, it kind of deserves to just make, not make, do I want to throw it away? I don't know burn it do i cremate it i don't know this is definitely not one you re-gift for sure oh god i would never ever yeah. ever recommend this book to anybody <laughs> i never. would also never recommend this book to anybody it was uh irresponsible truly no for sure for sure 
I think there was a part of me that, you know, like how they say something's like watching a car accident and you just can't look away. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I, I really I felt like that with this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could not put it down. I needed to know what was going to happen, even though in my mind I kind of knew what was going to happen, you know? Yeah. Like, like we said earlier, it was really evident that like Jude did not want to live. Yeah. So there's a part of you who knows that like he's definitely going to commit suicide at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you sent a video to me earlier today that I also watched. So I just want to mm-hmm. also touch on that a little bit. Not probably what you think I'm going to say, but the part okay. um, I don't follow. I just subscribed to this YouTuber after you sent, but I don't know her name. Um, but uh-huh. she said something about how like since there was so much cutting in the beginning, like Jude cutting himself in the beginning of the book, that every time it happened later, I was like desensitized to it. Were you? Pretty much. I would say, like, the part, the only part, like, after midway through the book that where he cuts himself that I didn't feel desensitized to was, like, when uh, when Willem slashed the razors across his own chest. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I agree. I would also, like, it was just, yeah, like, I'm, okay, I have something to say after you finish this thought. No, that was my thought. <laughs> that was your thought? Okay. So, okay, this is kind of goes into, into his suicide. This made me think a lot of the conversation around 13 Reasons Why. And people were like, oh, it's cool suicide and, like, or encouraging it. Mm-hmm. And I watched, like, the first two seasons of that show or whatever. Anyways, they were like, that was a kind of a big conversation. It's like, oh, is this, like, a representation? Is this just spark the necessary? conversations that we need to have about mental health and Mm self-harm and suicide like is this a good thing or because there were like an uptick in suicides and people kind of citing that as not inspiration but like i don't know anyways i got to the point by the end of this book where i started I started to get angry at Harold and Andy and every yeah. life after Willem died mm-hmm. for making you stay alive. I I, I did too. I got where I was like, it is merciful at this point to just let him end. And like in mm-hmm. that way, I think it's this book was really, really and manipulative mm-hmm. where it like mm-hmm. she actually made me want to end his life yeah I, like there is no i have never felt that way about where it's like things that have happened in in my life or like the media when a celebrity does it or whatever it's like obviously approaching that with sympathy and all that and like but i have never ever been like yeah, this was the right for him to do. Right. He had no other... Like, I have never actually... I'm like, yeah, he was beyond saving. Like, let him go back to being with Willem wherever, if there's an afterlife. Just let it end. Right. Like, that makes me feel to, like, that this think that way. Made yeah, think that way. Because I've never yeah. thought that way, ever. Yeah. I think like uh I think like it's really hard to try to like put yourself in those shoes, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Um like I've felt really low before. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. perhaps this maybe was kind of like a an ins- a, a deep scoop inside somebody's mind who thinks like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so there were a lot of things that I was like, no, I understand. And I think, like, that's obviously not good. Um, but, right. like, uh, there were a lot of things where I was like, I mean, I do understand why people hate that aspect of the book, like, for sure. Um, but I was also like, I mean, this is how people feel, you know. Yeah. Which was which was why I was towing the line between, like, do I hate this or do I not hate it? Like, I, I yeah. don't really know. Mm-hmm. Because... I, and also even the experiences like I know 
people say that this is trauma porn because it is, but also this happens to people. Like th- this yeah. happens to people exactly the way she wrote it. That is what happens to people sometimes. So it wasn't like a, a, one of those experiences that is like, it's just so horrible. And like, why did it all have to be so, so bad? It's like, well, I mean, some people do live with that. And, mm-hmm. and some, some people, you know, don't make it through it as Jude did, but so I, I think I was like having a very hard time reading this book and being like, I mean, and I, and I agree with you being like, it would kind of just be best for Jude if he didn't have to exist. Like he lived with such a weight on his shoulders from all the trauma he experienced as a child and a young adult that like, why? Like every day was torture for him. Yeah. Just existing still. So. I, I said, I didn't click on the video there was or maybe it was like a blog post or something but i was it was when i found that video i really want to give credit to the yeah YouTuber. i can't oh I can, I can look on my computer Hold okay on. yeah um but i was looking for um like stuff because i was like i need opinion because i knew everyone everyone who's read this book has an opinion enough where they would like be willing to share because it makes yeah. people really fucking feel feel things and think things. And I saw one where it was like, why, like a little life. This The book itself is an abusive relationship in the way it makes you kind of question your own thoughts and feelings and beliefs mm-hmm. on like very like important things. So it's like, oh, no. It, but in ways that like really really don't make you feel good there's a way Uh i think to have like to have presentation for mental illness and Mm -hmm. to showcase that but i i think the issue and she talks about it in the video in the youtube video of like this found family or like have some sort of found family to some extent yeah i didn't really get that when when she was saying that about the found family thing i was like i don't really think it's Traditional um, family. <laughs> I think maybe some like book talkers or booktubers. Yeah, like it, where like it's a it's a found family. Like they have their core yeah. group or whatever, and like okay, it is until everyone becomes really shitty and nobody actually helps him, and everyone's just like sitting around knowing he's like really not okay. And they, mm-hmm. even though they're his like support system and his found family, they're just letting him literally himself and wither. Actually know and it's like she talks about this it's like confrontation the need for confrontation in uh-huh. like true her name is friendship. olivia's catastrophe by the way olivia's catastrophe so mm-hmm. olivia's catastrophe shout out to you i enjoyed your video and agree with many of your perspectives on this but um <laughs> so i is i forget where i what i was saying but um Fuck, what was I? The, the thing about um, confrontation. Yeah, oh, the need for confrontation. It's like true friends and stuff, like, are willing to kind of be like, you, like, sit you down, really risk your friendship and your, like, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. uh, so it was frustrating every time. And like when Malcolm handed off, like, you know, he cuts to Willem, and it was mm-hmm. like, you need to be the one to have the conversation with him. Right. And I get that because, like, Willem and Jude were the closest, but also, like, no, not fair. That's not okay. That's right. really fucked up. You're, like, wash your hands and responsibility that you feel but don't want to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, that's the point, right? Like, uh, that's my thing with, like, when many people read a book and they start saying, oh, it has this trope and it has this trope. Like, I think, like, if people think this is a found family trope, that's kind of, it's kind of reverse found family. If that it's, makes any it's sense. Like, it's like they were a yeah. group of friends and then by the end you realize they were a shitty group of friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, versus found families, like, you have no one and then you find people who you that was one thing. want. To be one with. thing too the, in olivia's video she said she because i guess she had watched a lot of the interviews with um the author and mm-hmm. i haven't really seen a lot of the interviews and stuff um 
but she mentioned that like one thing she wanted to to represent and like a message she kind of wanted to get across in this book is that like you're really in adulthood like you're Mm -hmm. truly alone Mm -hmm. it's like okay yeah you definitely got that across you really did write characters that felt very like no matter what disappoint you or they betray you or whatever and but then one thing Olivia said was like I think that's a really dangerous thing put out into a book and it's really frustrating that something so got so many awards and so much publicity all this stuff and then I actually thought back to an interview like a little snippet of an interview with Rhymes and where it was like why is it like hopefulness and trying to see a brighter future is now like synonymous with naivety mm-hmm. and it's like shameful to be hopeful kind of but it's yeah. like having art or producing a mindset or whatever is what actually does make of change in a lot mm-hmm. of ways and so it's like if everyone starts going into this really dark this is like everything's fucked type shit then nothing good like there will be no good things that change or you know mm-hmm. like that actually made me think because like i have a very pessimistic view on everything yeah, I'm a pessimist. Mm-hmm. yeah like through and through and so i watched that interview and like i've been thinking about that interview for a long time because i was like oh shit like why do i hate on people who are like actually want to think that can make a difference or like do positive things because i don't I don't know because it is dangerous it is very dangerous to like kind of spread this like like everyone will betray you everything is shitty relationships are fake like you can't trust anyone that is a very dangerous mindset to spread I think yeah I think so I I think yeah. I'm too much of a pessimist to to I mean, to even I'm lean. I know. Healed, I know. I feel like I can't but... even lean, though. That's what I'm saying. Like even yeah. saying that, I'm like, I you know, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> but everybody experience. Yeah. yeah, it it like reminds it remind that like in particular reminds me of when you know people say like not all men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no. Uh, it actually, is. it is. Yeah. No, it is. And. You, you have can, to act men like are naive. it is for your yeah. own safety. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So there's it's not. You have to pretend yep. that they are. It, yep. Yep. You get me. You get what like the the, the line I'm. Yeah. Trying to draw here. I so I I think I I definitely think like yeah to to have the whole message of the book be like some people You're truly alone are alone and too far gone to be saved. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, that's bad. I I, I agree with that i think um that's just it's a very weird thing to want to be the center of your book for sure yeah <laughs> like the point of your book um i'm sure she unpacks a lot in therapy and another thing olivia really talked about a lot in the video was like the presentation of someone who is disabled mm-hmm. and how it is obviously we want diverse representation across the board in media and everything like that and it's problematic when like especially like the way that jude through so much of the book was so disgusted and ashamed and just wanted to hide it and he like she mentioned our pages where he literally just talks about how much he hates himself and how disgusted he is by how he when he needs a wheelchair or anything like that Mm -hmm. and it's like some and sucks that people who like may not have their life who are disabled or can offer a representation Mm -hmm. will take that take that away consciously even and be like oh yeah people who are disabled really hate and they hate this disability and it's a very characteristic of right life right and i, I don't want to speak on behalf of people with no. disabilities too much no. right because yeah, no we're um, able 
for the most part yeah um yeah. and i i w- i did feel like oh like i think when i was reading it i didn't really think <laughs> let me f- finish my sentence not in the middle um i didn't really consider that he was more disgusted with having disabilities uh-huh. i was thinking it was more like those disabilities represent the trauma that his body received yeah and like that that was more what i was thinking about yeah like it wasn't it wasn't in my mind it wasn't necessarily that he was thinking like i you know i am disgusted that i can't walk it. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. it was like i can't walk because of these horrible things that happen and it's a constant to me. It's a daily reminder of yeah of those things yeah that was what yeah. i was receiving from that but i i also yeah. understand like w- that if you're not you know cons- like if you also took all of that out of context right then yeah right. that's what he's saying yeah i thought with the, the deeper context was more it was a, a a tangible representation of the trauma yeah from that's a good his point. past which was it's- a gross trauma <laughs> like so I, yeah. I i can i can see that mm-hmm Before we move on to discuss the rest of A Little Life, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. All right, let's continue the conversation. Um, so, okay, what I want to talk about JB. Yeah, I hated JB. Hated JB. And yeah. the thing is, is like, I him to have a redemption. Obviously, Malcolm and Owen both died, right? Yeah. Um only one left even after jb on multiple to be a good person um and just mm-hmm. be really fuck um i was so angry when jb kissed oh my god i forgot about that until you just brought that up yeah uh just proves that JB never actually knew really understood Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like if he what the fuck he like they're finally the only ones left like he's entitled this was something Olivia said in her Mm -hmm. titled and he thought he was entitled to everything in that moment he thought he was entitled to mm-hmm. to say oh i thought like you were so sad i was like trying to comfort you which is the most yeah. bullshit fucking nobody wants to be kissed when they're literally in their right fucking like that's a thing in like tv shows or whatever like it is like it is and it's like oh i just thought that i i would make you like i can't want to be like without my consent what yeah what yeah is- no, this was about you and wanting right. to have some safety. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, it really brought home the point too of like of Jude being like, I know that this is like fucked up to say, but it it should have been Jude, not Willem, who died. Yeah, yeah, you know? and that just drives it home more of like the the fact that life isn't fair, you know. Mm-hmm. I, because if it was, it would have been Jude. I mean, sorry, yeah. JB. JB, yeah, yeah. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I, um, or Jude, frankly. Um, yeah. I, and you know what sucks is I badly wanted to like Willem, and yeah, then me I too. watched I watched the YouTube video. I was like, fuck. Oh, Willem was very unlikable. The, what, I mean, like, in the beginning, before they're, like, in a relationship, I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, okay, he's one of the friends. He can generally be unlikable, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. But when he became boyfriend and then the like he could clearly see that 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 dude wasn't into anything. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh and was still doing it anyways and I mean, you know, Jude saying he wanted it and Jude having like this plan of like like uh just breaks my heart of him like for every four times that Willem initiated yep. sex, he would initiate once. Because he knew without it, Willem would leave him. Yep. And then, like, finally they have a conversation, right, about mm-hmm. sex in which uh, Jude's like, I, I, I'm, I don't like it. And, and admits that he knew that he didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, and- right. And then also, like, him, uh, Jude saying, like, I understand if you need to seek sex elsewhere. And then Willem doing that. He does. He fucking does. I was does. like, what? Well, what like I'm, I'm if I was in that position right and my partner was like severely not interested in having sex at all right like okay that I'm good went, I'm you good buy a flashlight or some shit like that and you yeah I'm good on your own yeah <laughs> like what is I was I was like no okay well now again you've lost me a little you know that was yeah that was very hard for me to read personally because like. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship where I didn't really want to have sex and I mm-hmm. felt off to mm-hmm. and I this like I'm still and figuring out and realizing was really not okay and how many times we did and he knew I wasn't yeah. into it right. and how and I would also keep my head like okay, I have to, I have to do it at a certain day because it's been X amount of time or like anything like that, or we were long distance. And so I have to do it when we see each other again, because also like all that stuff. There's an obligation feeling. Yeah. 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 And so many times, oh my God, it's so fucked. And he is mm-hmm. too. Street girls or girls in heterosexual yeah. relationships. And yeah. that really is a very common thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, very common. I And even, like, I know a lot of um, women in relationships where, like, their partner will wake them up in the middle of the night. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. The way like, oh, I wow, would... I'm glad I showed you how I was feeling, like, in a sexy mood by being fucking asleep at 2 in the morning, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? 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 No, never. I will never understand it. I will never understand it. Ah, I will never understand know, it. So, like, there are points in this book. You know what? The part that made me sob the hardest. What? Let me get the book. I. This took me by surprise. Oh, I think I, told, okay. I did tell you about this. I, it was when, because like I was. Oh like, yeah, trying, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hug. I was like relating it to relate and how I observed your relationship and because mm-hmm. I like observing your relationship like Jesus Christ I cannot imagine ever be feeling comfortable <laughs> with a person touch as much as you two just like and right. just in like f- very loving and like distant ways yeah but I for the record waited, yeah <laughs> yes yes like you're not out there like groping each other in front of your no. friends and everything well no. <laughs> that did happen no. but <laughs> in, for a game it was for a game it's fine but um no this was it was like real i'm like i have always equated anybody touching me at all to like oh okay they want sex now yeah. to, like gear myself up put my walls up so i can let it happen mm-hmm. i don't know what the fuck happened like let this god i'm just fully having a therapy session on this, yeah, this episode is the pain my episode, god I guess. okay um, it's okay it's okay. That's um, kind of what this is for. Yeah. So we I knew mean, this was going to be a hard episode. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it was so it's page, and Willem and Jude are together, but it's before they start having sex. Mm-hmm. And Jude, he goes, "This he realizes." It was like Willem has held him the same way every night, like the way Willem would like cuddle him at night, and then. Mm-hmm it was really hot and so Willem didn't and Jude woke up and he yes. was like is there something wrong 
And he was like, what? No. Like, it was just so hot. And he goes, and then since then, Willem has held him in the same way every night, even through July when not even the air condition could erase the heaviness from the air and when they both woke damp with sweat. This, he realizes, what he wanted from a relationship all along. This is what he meant when he might someday be touched. And uh, it was like, okay, it was, um, oh, now here it is. All the physical contact exists between healthy people each other and are having sex without the dreaded sex itself. Right. Oh, I also have a tab on that one. Fuck me, dude. Not, yeah. not but like, fuck me. Like, <laughs> very much do not fuck me, but oh my god. <laughs> yeah yeah uh i think it was so hard too with willem they were having sex because jude still uh, loved willem so much uh and he was still happier than he had been in a lot of ways even though he was like cutting sex and this is what i'm this is what you were saying earlier about being desensitized to it where it was like even though he was obviously still like the harming himself was getting yeah it was like in in other ways he was happier and more stable than he had been right oh uh, and so it was like the book kind of like that kind of manipulates you into like okay well yeah that's kind of fucked up but it's also like jude's still happier and i yeah I it's marginally better than it was before yeah and in this case if that felt like a relief almost in a mm-hmm. twisted fucked up way like yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. It, it was... Their relationship, like, hurt me. Yeah. Because it's still... A lot of ways. Jude deserved. And it was the best thing yeah. that he got out of his life, but it still was not the relationship he deserved. Yeah. And, and it, it, Willem was, like, the only person, really, who made him truly happy. Yeah. So, like, that's that's obviously where... The author wants to, of course, kill Willem off because why? Why wouldn't why? Why would you let Jude be happy? Yeah. Um, and I, I think you touched on something, but we didn't like uh, expand. Um, mm-hmm. I was so mad at um, Harold and what's his therapist name? No, the therapist name. Oh, Andy. Andy, thank you. Yeah, at Harold and Andy, and the other friends, right? But Harold and Andy were adults, like adult adults <laughs> throughout the whole thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. For, like, Andy had to, I, I know he was, like, towing the line of trying to make sure Jude trusts him with everything still. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Jude was so bad mentally mm-hmm. that to not, to not try to at least get him like hospitalized prior this, to his like actual suicide yeah. attempt right yeah so this is interesting I went and asked my mom about like the legalities of this yeah and i was like okay so in this book there's this doctor who's like also his friend and it's this weird like it's official but it's not like they're like right. doctor patient shit you know and he goes to him to get things bandaged up and everything and, like, doing checkups and everything. And he knows about the cutting, but he – and he knows – but he doesn't – and, like, talking in the book about Andy, he was, like, he's gone back and forth for years. I never know what to do. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, right? And my mom – like, I explained it all to mom, and she goes, yeah, he couldn't have – Really? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. And because, and she goes, every time, every time my mom has had to port a client or, host, like, try hospitalization for a client, it still never actually works. Like, it doesn't actually go through, really? and a lot of times they'll get from the hospital itself. And the fact that... God, our system is so fucked up. <laughs> I know, right? The fact that Jude was going with them bandaged up and he up. It's like that cannot be seen as suicidal. 
like tendencies or ideation like if he were letting them get really badly infected and leaving them out and like just letting them Mm. that would have been something else but take care of them really 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 weird line to walk right because it's like kind of showing he has a will to live right that's frustrating so i think I think okay, I take back a little bit of my anger, maybe. With Andy I know then. it's, it's. I know it. <laughs> I was also really angry with Andy, and then I like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why didn't he hospital <laughs> and stuff? And she, he like he, he mm-hmm. even the time when he went on when like wake up because he accidentally like cut too deep. Mm-hmm. And right, um, like they rushed to Andy and stuff, but even then, the fact that he went and got help and he right. promised and he swore that it was and he to get them banished up, like, mm-hmm. even that was like Andy all like right core that he said it was. and he's like has a history of it and he's an actual like that right so it is okay the 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 yellow tape for this shit is um yeah Hmm. i guess that makes me rethink andy's positioning a little bit then for sure and like every the time in the hospital and the times he did try to get like the friends involved like i don't know i think He's hard because we want to be really angry. We wish he had done more, but at mm-hmm. the same, time, really, actually, he did everything he could have done. He could and yeah. more. And okay, I, I, all right, all right. You've you've sold it to me. I, yeah. I think I've forgiven Andy. I'm um, still mad at Harold because too. other other than that, I <laughs> agree, agree. Other than that, like I like Andy seemed like the character putting in the most effort to help Jude con- consistently. Yes. Too. And I think right? he way out of everyone who Yeah. Well, and he was one of the only people who knew at least small details about yeah. Jude's past. Right. Um and I which I guess we should probably talk about that too. <laughs> past. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like Aaron, uh, I, I don't I don't know. It's literally stuff that that I don't want to have to say out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, I like the only thing I knew about this book really going into it was that there was some kind of sexual trauma in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an understatement. Yeah. First of all, um. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just and we, we don't have to go into detail because the trust me, the book goes into enough of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. but to imagine, like, I, I know Jude has a difficult journey throughout life, right? But to imagine going from what he went, what he was subjected to when he was such a young kid to being like a top litigator is insane. Yeah. First of all, and I'm not, I am, and I've said this before, I'm not that person who's like, our traumas make us stronger. Like, no, we not mean, that on that to go through that to shit. be strong. Yeah. 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 No, sorry. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think like his coping obviously was not ideal. I think yeah. the way that he coped through work was perhaps the most healthy coping mechanism he had and it wasn't healthy still (laughs) yeah um but it was the most healthy i think in this case is important to note um Mm -hmm. and i think it was such a like juxtaposition for his character we know his character to be like very timid and very mousy almost like can't does does non-confrontational to the max like and afraid of everything essentially and then he's on the stand and they call him like like everybody's afraid of him 
Like everybody right, at his firm right. is like, like when he takes Willem to a Christmas party or whatever, they're like, barbecue they're like, or whatever. Oh my God! Will you? Can you? He's talked about me. Like, like the top, the top lawyer. Like he's talked about me. That's crazy. Um. So I I did like that aspect a lot of like Jude showing his like teeth almost in like a way that is completely unrelated to the rest of his life but in a way that is like he in this part of his life he was whole yeah right found something that he loved and he was really good at and he followed through and really at it and even people shit in their life never like may never commit themselves and excel at something like that in that way right yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so that part of the the story I really I did enjoy that yeah I mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah really really I a weird that thing to say maybe we have to cut this out but there's a weird part okay. of me that gets satisfied every time there is represent this again representation of pedophilia in the Catholic Church and religion. Generally. Oh, uh huh. I think I it's become- a, a way that you could say it that wouldn't sound fucked up would be like it's bringing to light. Like when we see this occur in a book or something fictional, it's like bringing to light this real issue that's often swept under right. the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that sounds less fucked yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I, I think, but, like, just between us, like, I do really, like, not, I, like, that's very satisfying to me, when it's, like, yeah, there's really fucked up shit, and yeah. you're going mm-hmm. around, oh, my God, Jesus, God, all this, it's such, like, I love my church and stuff, and it's, like, ah, oh, that shit hurts such high numbers, mm-hmm. and, yeah, like, my god like and you would rather sweep it under the rug than actually and yet you think you're the fucking best people walk on this absolutely not anyways i think i know every single person who had any affiliation with religion growing up like like Mm -hmm. uh like with structure like going to church or youth group or whatever has some kind of religious related like pedophilia Uh religious trauma yep yeah, like I had a youth, I wasn't Here's really, a- yep, I had a youth group leader who was like 50, 60, who used to say he could identify us like middle school girls by, from behind. Absolutely not. Like by our asses. <laughs> well, we were like 13 or 14. Like this is And you know what's like so beyond for me is parents so only trust themselves with religion. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. they, it's like, oh, they're saying, use Pastor John or whatever, or all this shit, yeah. and like, um, mm. no, 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 no. I also no. though, this is it does kind of bleed into really bad, um, like where the specifically a presentation in this book gets. Of very controversial because mm-hmm. it's like the association of like ma- male sexuality and pedophilia mm-hmm. like that but also gets okay like everything she chose to represent she was in a very very negative mm-hmm. I will and... say at least on that note at least it was um, negative like... oh I'll shown negative well listen call me by your name is romanticized every fucking day and that that is that gets me too that's also pedophilia in the gay community and people eat that shit up so i don't know yeah i don't know Mm yeah uh i think we can stop talking about jude's past (laughs) yeah yeah um jude's uh malcolm dying seemed like overkill that's it. That was overkill. I agree. I agree. Right? Like it could have just been Willem, and I think it would have had it would have hurt equally if Malcolm lived. At this point, though, like I wasn't attached to 
at all. No, but like, I felt like it was it was a cruel way to show like, haha, we're just gonna leave JB the asshole. Yeah, right. To yeah. be with Jude, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which sucked. Yeah, to say the least. Do you have other things, or or should we move on? <laughs> Do you have lines? Um, honestly, the one that I said. Um, yeah, I think that's a good one. Um. There, like, there are a lot of the way their own relationship was represent. Like, even like, even though it's supposed to be like a beautiful, like they fell in love, we're supposed to be happy for them. It was, it was page five thirty eight. So, it was, mm-hmm. wasn't this what he had from Jude from this relationship? This is weird. Okay, so I also I kept thinking about. And Willem's brother, um, Hem, that was it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I was like, and even Willem, like, like, is it just a weird thing? Like, my relationship with Hemming and why with dude is like mm-hmm. because of Hemming. Yeah, like and, I couldn't save Hemming, so now I can save Jude. Right. And Don't oh he was don't trust me so much he wanted to say to Jude but how could he wasn't this what he had from this be so into to another person that that person couldn't even comprehend his life without him and now it demands of the position yeah I don't like I don't know like there there's so many weird things where I'm like hmm I. Like every, I think everything. I don't have favorite lines. I have like, oh, me neither. Yeah, I know. I know what you oh. mean. I actually feel the same. And page, this made me cry too. It was like five twenty three, and um, and initiates it. And he goes, it is the first time in his life that he has ever initiated a kiss. Mm. And it's just like, I, it just broke my heart that like, I know and like, I I know it's like you've said this and like lives can never get help never see it. Eventually, mm-hmm. like, like really fucked up and yeah. beyond what I've personally experienced and who I've been exposed to but like I it is to fathom someone going through like never healing it's actually it's I don't know it's that exists um I think it's kind of like this book is kind of a testament to like the trauma that how, how trauma like we carry it with us. Yeah, it doesn't go away. No matter. No, how it doesn't go time away. Time doesn't heal. This is just like an extreme version of that, you know. And when you don't work it out, yeah. it, especially like you know, Jude kind of refuses to go to therapy. I mean, doesn't kind of. He does refuse to go to therapy, and that sets him back in a lot of ways. Um. Did you have a song? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Kinda, huh? This is a timely release. I don't know. True. True. We used Matilda for our last episode. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay, though. Um, yeah, I don't have one. I was just wondering if you did. I feel like I probably thought of a few and then... Then yeah. lost them. Um, you would you like to rate? I'm gonna give it two stars. I don't know what to give it. I think like when I finished it, I had such an emotional reaction, and usually when I have emotional reactions to books, I'm like five. Yeah. But having like reflection time, I'm like I don't think I can give it a five. But I I also respect the emotional reaction I had. So I don't 
I don't know. Is can I like give a question mark out of five? Like I don't really know. That's fair. Like I think maybe being like a, it's a definitive maybe five, but I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, for sure. Like it's not. It's not a five. Um, but I just don't. I don't know where I fall because there's parts of me that hates it and parts of me that doesn't hate it and. I don't know. And it did make me feel things and it did make me think. And I, I think there's credit to be given there. But I also don't mm-hmm. respect not not liking trigger warnings when I, you have so many things. I'm like, at this point, like once I was like, I think maybe page 600. I think it was yeah. the turning point when Will and Jude were having sex and Willem like that was when okay, I was like okay I'm I'm like angry at this book now yeah and I by the time like I had no left to cry when I died I had no tears left right it was just like right. no this, this is fucking trauma porn like I I I don't wish I never read it <laughs> I'm like I don't know Jen is like Maybe that's what she wanted to do, then go get some fucking I don't know. Be cool. <laughs> yeah. If that's what yeah, she wanted to do, she I'm did not a good sure. job. Cool. I, I think this whole thing was entirely necessary. I definitely, now having read it... um understand why people have such polarizing views on it yeah. uh, and I definitely think that it should not have been recommended in the ways that it was recommended on book talk no. this, is, this to me is representative of like book talk lies like I cannot be trusted right mm-hmm. like there's a lot of times where we get great books off, off of book talk I'm not talking about this okay mm-hmm. I am talking People saying, do you want a book that's going to shatter you and make you cry? Okay, yeah, shatter me, make me cry, fine. Like, the Song of Achilles, fine, right? Shatter me, made me cry. It's not traumatizing, yeah. No, that's not traumatizing. That's not like, you know, 50 years of somebody's life in which there is not one good aspect and everything is either related directly back to uh, abuse, sexual trauma, other traumas self-harm and wanting to die like that is not this is gonna shatter you fuck off oh my god if i hear one more person recommend this book as as in that light like that's fucked up that's super fucked up yeah if you were and i don't understand the circumstances yeah no it is it's wholly irresponsible like i and i can understand like oh somebody's looking to read a really challenging book that is you know touches on a lot of dark things and whatever then then okay i think that if you are going to recommend specifically to that person this book sure with the proper mm-hmm. warnings sure but mm-hmm. don't go around social media saying this book is sad this but the book is more than sad like is, it is it, yeah it no it's traumatizing it, yeah it's traumatizing yeah it's um amazing. so please please for the love of god take every tiktok book that says it's sad now with a grain of salt like god damn i don't i don't i have no trust <laughs> i have no trust um on there's, that note <laughs> can you hear me yeah yeah okay okay there's one other thing i wanted to bring oh, up sure. because i was kind of confused about maybe sure. sure 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 um so the um the structure was like kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. on parts Harold, Harold writing to Willem. Yeah. Person writing to Willem, which made me kind of confused on like perspective parts and juice perspective parts. Like mm-hmm. overall, like why writing to Willem? And how did that to like send other parts? I kind of took it as like a you're seeing the life in like a montage thing but also and and Harold is writing 
to Willem, like on Harold's deathbed, was my thought. And it's like it's a reflection. With, yeah, and it's com- all the other perspectives. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Because I, know, I that, recall, like, like I finally. Yeah, no, and I finally got, like, oh, okay, Jude is the main character, I guess, right? Because for the first 100 pages, you're like, what's going on? And oh, then we're going to have four main chapter... characters? Like, I don't know if I can... Yeah. yeah, no, 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 not into it. And then you have a chapter that's first person, and you're like, hang on, I thought we just established the yeah. main character. Why? What yeah. is going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was confusing. I, I kind of took it as, like, uh, Harold, like, obviously, Willem is dead at the point that Harold is writing the the letter or whatever um but i kind of took it as like harold must be the like last person basically who is dying from their group yeah and so he was kind yeah. of like writing to willem for some reason yeah <laughs> i don't know because he was like the only source of happiness for jude taken too soon and i don't know i i don't know i truly don't understand why actually there's probably there's... a deeper meaning there yeah or maybe there isn't <laughs> yeah i'm with you uh do you have any further remarks um no i don't think so just okay no just no agreed <laughs> agreed okay i think that's where we're gonna leave it for this episode before we part we just like to thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode i encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on if applicable if you if you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Heartstopper by Alice Oseman. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.